0: you are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your
1: host, Adam Banks. Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff, broadcasting from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 FM. In addition to listening to us on the radio, you can check out our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks or you can download the WLXU app on your smartphone device. Amber Turner is in the studio with me. Amber, things are a little different today. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, you right now you're listening to this. It's 4 p.m. And everybody is driving along saying, what are they talking about, good morning? Well, it's good morning because this is the first time Off The Cuff has had to do something called a pre-record, where this broadcast isn't going out live. We... ...are doing it in the morning very early in the morning very early in the morning and it feels like a morning show how do you feel about this new vibe that we got going on here you know I always
0: love the feeling of going on live because I know I only got one you know one shot to make it and uh, it feels a little weird a little, little out of my game right now but now
1: we know how people in the morning feel when they get up to do morning shows I've always those people have always been very mysterious to me they've had a mystique about them people who can wake up really early be full of energy and they're job is to get you ready for your day. Oh yeah, there's no way I could do that right now. Yeah, so we're going to make the best of it. It is the morning (laughs) time. Amber, this weather has been absolutely insane. It's been beautiful. I'm not complaining. No, I'm not complaining at all. It's surprising, though, that we are getting 70 degree temperatures in January. That's going to be gone next week. You think? So I hope you enjoyed it. So you don't buy into this global warming, climate change stuff? Uh, I don't know about
0: all that. I mean... I don't know that you can necessarily blame Mother Nature always on global warming. Let's just say it's just a little bit warmer than normal.
1: I like that. (laughs) It is, But I heard something very interesting about this uh, weather. You know, it's warm. I've heard from pretty reliable sources that a lot more injuries occur when the weather is nice like this. Well,
0: yeah, because people are going to go out and do things of leisure. And sometimes there comes accidents and things like that when you have leisure activities. Yeah,
1: exactly. And people are outside more. People are out on the road more. They're driving more. They're out in the yard. They're cooking out. A semi could come out in the yard. It could come off the road and go into your yard. (laughs) You never know. You're more prone to injury when you're outside. You're out in the pool. You could drown. Yeah. And they say in that study that men are more likely to get hurt than women. Have you seen some of the things that you guys do? <laughs> we, we do do some... <laughs> you do some very questionable things. We do some silly things. But, I mean, you got to also think hard laborers are out there outside working when, yeah. when it's warm outside. They're cutting down trees. Trees could fall on people. I in this wind... There's been a lot of trees. I've been hearing a lot of trees tipping over and oh, falling yeah. on people and killing them. So be careful, folks. Yep. It's, I mean, it's it really is something that people don't even think could happen, but it could.
0: Well, and you know, I always, my perpetual fear is that a big tree is going to fall through my roof. And unfortunately, our neighbors had a similar incident happen on Sunday. Thankfully, it didn't fall through their home, but it fell through the other neighbor's fence. So I'm sure that probably scared the bejesus out of everybody.
1: That would. Well, Amber, there's some something coming up that's pretty important. Can you guess what it is?
0: Um let's see. Nobody important I know has a birthday coming up anytime soon.
1: <laughs> Adam Banks' birthday, ladies and gentlemen, is coming up January the 20th, 2020. Think about that. My birthday this year yeah. is one 01- 01202020. Mm-hmm. Well, then you got to make this one more special than all the others. I turned thirty-two years old on Monday. Every birthday is a blessing, Amber. The truth is, I feel younger than what I imagined to feel at age thirty-two. I agree. It's it's weird. It's a weird age. I'm turning thirty-two. Every at this point, every year that I get older, there's a lot of self-reflection. You yeah. start reflecting a lot about your life and where you're at at this point and where you're going. Yeah. So. I look back and the the biggest thing when I look in the mirror at myself at this age I'm I'm looking and I'm asking myself when am I going to start looking like a grown man I mean, but you know what I'm talking about there's there's certain people that you look at and you're like they're grown yeah that's a grown man that's a grown man or that's a grown woman that's a grown woman but but do you do you at age 31 because you're not far behind me you'll be 32 soon yeah I'll be 32 soon do you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror do you say man I look like a grown-up Ooh, I know. Like I you, don't. Like you, and I hate to admit that. Like you used to look at your teachers in school. No, because they all look grown. They all look because super grown. There's certain people that just look. Grown, like if you look at a Travis Tritt. Yeah, Travis Tritt looks like a grown man. And he's been a grown man for thirty years. Yeah, since he's been twenty. And and that's the thing. It doesn't matter really how old you are to look like a grown person. You could look like a grown man and be nineteen years old. Well, yeah, you just look grown. Yeah, like a lot of those UK basketball players, they look like grown men. Grown men, and they're not. They're eighteen and nineteen years old. I know. So I'm looking, and I'm like, the biggest thing is, when am I going to start looking like a, like a grown man?
0: I think we should just take it as a blessing. Do we really want to look like grown people? <laughs>
1: well, it's funny that you <laughs> say that. The studio is in the basement of a... High, is this a high school? I'm not. Slash... It's, a, it's, a,
0: it's a STEM academy, so I think it might be middle and high school.
1: And we walked in, and uh, we're, getting, uh, we're here in the morning time this morning uh, f- recording this, and... Uh, there were students looking at us like, who are these either really old people or new students? Or and new students. I, and I don't think they're thinking new students. I think maybe to other people, <laughs> we look older.
0: I don't know. You think my puffy coat might have thrown, thrown them off? That looks like it could be a young
1: kid's coat. I don't know. Maybe if you put on some juicy pants. <laughs> maybe if you put on so some... So my
0: J can go one way and my Y go the yeah, other. Yeah, <laughs> maybe
1: if you could put on some juicy pants, then they could... You might trick them into thinking you You are in high school again.
0: I'm going to bring it back. I still don't think there's ever been a morning I woke up and been like, I want to put a crushed velvet suit on. (laughs) I just don't think that's still still not in the
1: cards. But as a 32-year-old man, there are some things that I do that are very grown up. I I am waking up earlier. Yeah. I, I wake up earlier, not because I have to, because I want to. Mine's
0: definitely not because I want to. It's because my husband, unfortunately, is an old man.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I work a lot. You do. I, I work a lot, and I feel like my work is self-fulfilling. Yeah. And I feel like I, it's self-fulfilling because I'm out there making a difference. Yeah. I'm putting things out there in the world that make a difference. Even this radio show is an entertainment product. Yeah. So it's still putting entertainment out in the world. You don't have to listen. If you don't like it, turn it off. If you don't like us on Facebook Live, just scroll on by. Yep. If you don't like us on the radio, just turn the dial. Yep. If you don't like us on the app, <laughs> turn that off. Is there anything else we're on that I can plug? If you don't want to hear us on iTunes or Spotify <laughs> or YouTube <laughs> or YouTube <laughs> or every podcaster listen to, turn it off. You don't have to listen to it. So uh, I feel like that. And then I teach, and I think that. Obviously, teachers yeah. and professors, they they deserve uh, credit because they do put out good into the world. They're educating young minds well, yeah. and brilliant minds. But, Amber, it I'm 32, which means this year in 2020, it marks 10 years since I've been out of college. Ooh. Forget high school, right? Yeah. I mean, 10 year reunion in high school, what is that? Is that That, Master's too? That's no, 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 no. Okay. Master's is 2011. Okay. Bachelor's 2010. Okay. Yeah. So in May, this year, when I go to my homecoming in Moorhead, I'm probably going to go this year. Yeah. Because it is my 10 year anniversary to be my 10 year homecoming. Yeah. That is insane. What's weird is that
0: this is your 10 year and this will be my year one. I graduate this year. I graduate in
1: 2020. And, yeah. Yeah. At the end of it? At the end of 2020. But also, as a 32-year-old, I've noticed when I look back and I look at my circle of friends, uh, it's gotten a lot smaller. Yeah. But good friends. Good, wholesome, there-for-you friends. Wholesome, there-for-you friends. And also, what I like about being our age in, in your 30s is you don't have to be friends with people around your age, you can be friends with older people too. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you something, folks. If you've never had an older friend, you are missing out. There's nothing like an older friend. No, absolutely. Having someone that almost doubles your age, when generations collide, there's nothing like it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I know that I can fully say that I've got a friend in my inner circle that's at least about eight, to 10 years older than me Mm -hmm. she brings so much depth to who i am as a person because i get to see you know she's already experienced a lot of the things i've experienced so it's so nice to you know hear from her because she's not a parental figure but she's somebody that i respect as just a human being so it's so nice to hear like her opinion on things
1: right it's nice it is yeah why do you think that is do you think that it's just because she brings wisdom. I want to be like that to somebody one day. Well,
0: I think it's because I mean you said, you know, you said it when we first started having this conversation, you know, I'm older, my my friend my friend circle's gotten smaller, so the people that you have now are quality and I think that she genuinely cares about me, so she brings quality to my life because I bring quality to hers. Mm. And you know, there's we're not in competition with one another and I think that when we're growing up Even when we're friends with people, we're still in competition
1: with them, and that's not a problem between us. So now i got to ask you, Amber, what the burning question that's been going around Lexington, and it's been going around for a while. Oh, jeez. And that burning question is what? Did Amber Turner get Adam Banks for his birthday? Oh, my goodness. And I will find out uh, on Monday. So next week, you're going to have to listen to the show to yep. figure out what she got me. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Re- <laughs> That's just my little subtle way of telling her, you better buy me. A- he
0: acts like we don't already have him something. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Is it Howard Stern comes again? Mm, the book that I've been wanting?
0: Mm, I don't know.
1: I don't know. But it is my birthday, folks. 32 Monday, January 20th. I'll accept cards <laughs> in the mail. I don't want to give out my address. No, let's not do that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was our first segment. We'll be back with segment number two right here on Off the Cuff. Stick with us. Happy birthday to Happy birthday to
0: Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Moving slow motion for me.
1: Ooh, I like it like. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio with me. Good song. It is a great song, and I play this because I'm reflecting a lot on my life because I'm turning 32. (laughs) This song is pivotal in my life, Amber, because when I was 16 years old, Yeah take yourself back to being 16 years old. Oh man. This was the song that I constantly listened to in my car when I first started driving. Really? This song right here. Not not 50 Cent. That was me, wasn't it? Probably. Probably. I was big on 50 Cent. When I started driving, I'll never forget it, driving to school. And driving to school was was driving someplace far because it was yes. a 30-minute commute to high school. And I remember getting in the car by myself for the first time. And when you drive for the first time by yourself, it's the oddest feeling because I really think it's the It's the first time you're ever in a car going down the road by yourself, Yes, and you feel literally all alone. You feel like you are so
0: adult. I felt more adult probably then than what I do now. When you started driving. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that song, Juvenile, Slow Motion, was a song that I turned up, and when I turned it up, I was too cool for school. Oh, man. I remember that Adam Banks, too. I was. I mean... I I, there was nothing that was cooler than me in in my 1998 Chevy Cavalier listening to juvenile slow motion. (laughs) I mean, there was not with your hood scoops. And I had a hood scoop on my Cavalier too. And it wasn't a hood scoop that was built into my car. It was a hood scoop that I bought from AutoZone that I placed like stuck on the hood of my car. And somebody stole it. Somebody somebody ripped it off and stole it in high school one time. (laughs) Who would have done that? (laughs) Right, just to be mean. Because, what are you going to do with the $100 hood scoop that you stick on your car? You, you paid
0: $100 for that? Yes.
1: I paid $100. Dang. It was mi- microfiber. <laughs> and I look back and I'm like, gosh, why did I, why was I that guy that used to decorate his car and put little wings on it and scoops? But, my, Wait, Did you have wings? The, what do they call that tail? On the trunk of your car, uh, it's a wing, ain't it? I guess. Is that what it's called? I'm it, not car people. I think it's called a wing. But I, I had all that stuff. I had hubcaps, the little spiny hubcaps too. I had that oh, at 16. Man. The things that I went that I did. I mean, that we all did, really.
0: No, I didn't. <laughs> you never had spinny hubcaps in you your know car. No, I never had spinny hubcaps on my
1: car. What well, did you listen to? Juvenile but slow motion. I
0: listened to Juvenile slow motion a lot.
1: How long ago was that, that I was 16? If, I, if I'm if i now 32, how long ago was it that I was 16, Amber? I can't
0: math. Why are you doing this to <laughs> me? <laughs> so
1: 10 years, 26. Okay. You know, carry the three. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you're doing. I'm already. No, that's a six. That's 10, 14, 15. That's 16 years ago. I've doubled it. Yeah. I've doubled that. Wow. I have doubled that. So I I, and I remember that day like it was yesterday, going to get my permit. And I'm pretty sure that I failed my permit test, and the guy felt sorry for me, and he just ripped up my test, because why else would he rip it? And he said, congratulations, you passed. I was
0: like, oh, thanks. He's probably like, I don't
1: ever want to ride with this kid again. <laughs> no, that was just the permit test. Oh, okay. You know, because when you're 16, you, you don't get your license. You just go get that permit. Yeah, you get your permit. But the license, I was so nervous taking my driver's license test. That I it was raining and I forgot to turn on the windshield wipers, uh-huh. and he said you might want to turn those on. And when he said that, I stopped the car really quick. Oh God! He even like hit the he hit the dash with his hands, <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm going to fail before I even leave the parking lot.
0: <laughs> it makes you feel any better? Uh, someone I was trying to do my parallel park there in front of the courthouse in Hyman, and someone that we know, someone that's a good friend of ours, that's actually been on the show pulled up behind me and starts honking their horn and waving at me, and I'm like, please go around me, bugger. I need to parallel park. You're going to make me not get my driver's license. (laughs) So it was bugger. Bugger. Bugger pulled right up behind me in a red Monte Carlo.
1: Wow. I I would be so mad if somebody I knew when I was doing something that important and somebody tried to just interfere in any way.
0: I don't think she knew what I was doing because, I mean, we didn't have cell phones. I couldn't have updated my status and I I was getting my driver's license. I took
1: my driver's license test in a Monte Carlo and those things are like boats. They're huge. So imagine trying to parallel park one of those things. No. I did. Uh -uh. I had the highest driving record test score that I've ever heard of anybody ever getting. How many marks did you get on your test? Do you remember the marks?
0: That was 16 years ago. But
1: I remember, Amber, because I only got one mark, and everybody I I used to ask how many marks you get, they'd say, oh, I got three, or I got two, and people would brag, I only got two marks. Well, I got one.
0: Not turning any wiper blades on?
1: No, he didn't even mark me off for that. I I think it was like excessive stopping. (laughs) And I think it was when I stopped and he hit the dash.
0: Probably.
1: Well, Amber, everybody knows by now that I host a television show, Midday Kentucky, co-host. Yeah. On ABC 36 at 1230. It's daytime TV. And to even think that I am a part of the daytime television realm is amazing in itself because I grew up in a time when there was nothing better than daytime television. And that is because of the daytime talk shows that used to exist in the 90s. Yeah. Are you familiar?
0: Of course. You
1: got Sally Jesse Raphael. You got Montel. You got Ricky Lake. Jenny Jones. Maury Povich, Oprah Winfrey. Gerardo Rivera. Jerry Springer, just to name a few. Yeah. Amber, those... That... Piece of television right there. It's TV magic. Oh gosh, yes. We don't have things like that now. That is when TV was good. TV don't exist like that anymore. I love it because it's the only show where the audience can talk crap to the guest and then the guest can scream at the audience if they want to. Like like in Maury Povich, when uh, a wild teenager would come out, she'd come out, you don't know me, you don't know me, sit down, shut up, you ain't living my life. And you know, when I watched
0: it back then, I don't know about you, but I thought, oh my gosh, that person's going to get in so much trouble. And when I watch it now, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, are these old people really booing a 12 year old child
1: right now?" <laughs> right, right, right. And you and you look at it, and these older adults probably our age, 31, yes. 32, they're like, "Boo!" And she's like 11, dude. Yeah,
0: she's she's 10, dude. She's got Polly Pockets in her pocket. Give her a second. <laughs>
1: like. I love it though. It was it was. Trash TV is what they coined it as. There was a lot of fighting, but what I loved about it, Amber, was that it was a true depiction of American life. It was a slice of American life. Yes, I fully agree. It was. It was the everyday people sharing their stories, things that happened every day, things that we knew happened, and we couldn't change the channel. We couldn't stop watching. There was no need because you weren't going to find anything else like that. No. I just miss everything about it. I miss the format. I miss the host walking around uh, the audience with cards in their hands, holding a microphone. Remember the they, little skinny microphone. Well, remember they would have the yeah. They would have the cards, and it would say their first name on yep. the cards, and they would walk around the audience. And the stage, they would just have chairs on the stage. Yep. And they would have talk shows, but talk about controversial things. Oh my goodness! Like Montel. Do you ever remember a Montel Williams show where he was not talking about something like? Insanely crazy.
0: That's that was the Montel Williams show. Insanely crazy. Yeah,
1: or or Maury Povich, like he, for instance, he would have a guest where he had a woman come on and talk for 30 minutes about how she cut her implants out of her own breast with a knife, with a pocket knife.
0: No, it was with a, a big razor blade. It was, yeah, it was a razor blade. And I sat there and I thought, oh, oh my goodness, like I am, I am probably the same age as that woman now. And when I'm listening to her, I'm like, I have never at one point in my life thought, you know what? I'm tired of my boobs today. They got to go.
1: <laughs> and then you got Maury, who's I am the or you are not the father. And that's the greatest thing. Those are the greatest. And that's still on today. Oh, yeah. I mean, Maury Povich, of course, he's evolved throughout the years. His show, it was always good. I always enjoyed Maury. Yeah. But he found that people were tuning in to more of his trashier shows, like the lie detector test and the you used to be mean to me when I was young, but now I'm hot. That now I'm hot. That, that's good. Oh, man. Or is it a man or is it a woman? Those are interesting. Those are fun. Those are very interesting. <laughs> Those are fun. So he always had interesting topics, but it's interesting. What Stuck was a very trashy format, segment. Well, You are the father or you are not the father. You know, I actually discovered what my new favorite
0: Was last night. Last night, actually. Um, Oh, is Maury Povich one at night? No. So, um, you know, my husband and I were in the family room, and we decided
1: that we were going to just pull up a little YouTube. A little YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is a great place to go and watch all of these older talk shows.
0: Just sit back and watch them, but... uh, I think the biggest one that I found that I enjoyed was, you are not going to marry my daughter. I'm going to stop this wedding. <laughs> and as soon as we watched one of them, it all came flooding back. Sally Jesse Raphael loved to do the wedding stories. Yes. You're not going to marry into my family or I don't know. They was,
1: all kind of did the same type of stuff. It, it was, But they it was competition. They were all vying for the same yes. guest. They were all, if it was a person that was real like, Everybody wanted him Yeah. Maury wanted him Oprah wanted them. Jerry wanted them. And they were all fighting for that person to come on and tell their story. Yep. Because they were all doing the same type of show. So... What was your favorite? Which one was your favorite out of all those? Oh,
0: I can't answer that. I really can't. Because, because they all
1: bring a little yeah. something to it.
0: Well, because even though they were all doing the same thing, somebody always excelled a little better. So if I was in the mood for a wild teen, I knew who to turn to. If I was in the mood for, you know, a paternity test, I knew who to turn to. If I was in the mood to, you know, watch a best friend cheat with, you know, her best friend's boyfriend. Yeah, you, I knew
1: where to go. You know where to go, but like I said, they all do the same thing. So it's really like who's person What personality do you want to see cover this topic today? Exactly. Is what it's like. Because Jenny Jones and Ricky Lake was the same show.
0: Very similar,
1: but they're different people. So, different uh, people. It's like when you and me get up to tell the same exact story, we're going to tell it two different ways, even though it's the same story. And the reason we tell it two different ways is because we have two different personalities and two different points of view. We have different mannerisms. We have different nonverbal, verbal. We have, yes, and different points of view. Yeah. And that's, what, and that's what makes those episodes of all these talk shows back in the 90s so great. Oh, yeah. And the format like that don't exist. They've replaced it over the years. I mean, now, I mean, Oprah, she went from walking around with a microphone to just sitting on the couch.
0: And she doesn't even do anything
1: really anymore, does she? No. And then Ellen, she always sat on the couch. Uh, I don't know of a show that... the host walks around with a microphone like they used to with the little cards. Yeah. And walks around and having trash TV topics. We need to bring that back. I have... It's funny that you say that. Because, yes, I am hosting co-hosting a daytime television show right now currently in my life. So, I have... Ultimately, figured out what kind of show that I want to do. Okay. I want to do a show just like the shows back in the 1990s, the old talk show format. I
0: 200% am behind you on that.
1: The, the old Gerardo, Rivero, Gerardo Rivera format, that's what I want. I want to take controversial topics, I want to have guests from the community come in, and I want to air it. Okay. I want to air it. If you got a secret that you want to get out, if you got something that you want to reveal, if you got uh, a person that you haven't seen in 20 years and you want to be reunited, come on the Adam Banks show and we'll make it happen. <laughs> I want a TV show like that. But the thing is, is will a network buy something like that again? will, will a major network like NBC, ABC, CBS? Would they risk? putting a show like that on one of their networks.
0: All I can say is, as a consumer, I would watch. And at the end of the day, what do you want? You want consumers that are going to watch your product. You know, if you put out a terrible product, like, unfortunately, they are right now. There is not a daytime television show that I am even interested in remotely.
1: daytime TV was so good, you take your pick on any channel. You got Maury on one channel, you got Jenny Jones on another, you got Harado on another, Ricky Lake on another one. I mean, that was TV magic and TV gold and now you turn on and you got to you got to cringe through watching shows like The View or The Talk when it's just a bunch of loud mouth women are, Barking their opinion,
0: yes, who are being just outright rude to one another and rude to one another. But
1: people find because they're they're there and they're fully dressed. But when it, you say fully dressed, when they got clothes that fit, because it's funny on those talk shows in the nineties, yeah, they would always wear clothes that didn't fit that to make them look a little fit. trashier. And I don't even know why. You're talking about sleeping with your with your uh, brothers. Uh, wife but you're wearing a, a tie I don't, yeah it's not gonna make it any better dude
0: You went out and bought you a whole new suit of clothes
1: but yeah shows like the view and the talk
0: yeah but we just have these misconceptions that just because these women are sitting down at a table with form-fitting clothing that it's automatically better no there is nothing there is nothing non-trashy about four oh hens sitting around clucking at one another <laughs> i don't enjoy that
1: and even shows like Doctor Oz and and uh, the, the doctors and gross. Kelly Clarkson and and gross all these shows it's not daytime talk shows no. like it used to be no remember I mean but things happen when you got shows like Jenny Jones do you remember that thing that she got pretty much her career was ended because of a very controversial topic she had it was um it was an episode where. People would go on the show, reveal that they had a crush on somebody, and it was a, a gay crush. Yeah. And it was a whole show around like people coming out and saying, I have a crush on you, people of the same gender. And one of these people came out, said, I have a crush on this person. And uh, the guy got really embarrassed by it. And after the show finished taping, yeah, he murdered the guy who brought him on the show. Yeah. And Jenny Jones got sued for millions of dollars, and her show didn't last too long after that.
0: Well, because, I mean, there were just a lot of outstanding circumstances that were around that case. I mean, the gentleman... Specifically said when they contacted him that if it is a man, I'm not coming. Yeah, and you know I hate when people say I'm not a liar. I'm yeah. not a li-. well. Did you tell the truth? Yeah, you know because when they said you know is it a man or a woman? Well, it could be either. Well, was there any possibility that it could have been a woman? Yeah. Well, no. So then why do you say that? Don't lie. Don't lie. They should have just been straight up, up front with this gentleman. Yes, it's a man. And he would have said no. And those people would have went on about their merry business. But no, people want to be manipulative. And they were manipulative. And I think they were very much at fault for that.
1: Another iconic moment in daytime talk shows was the Herado show when that fight broke. Ooh. That fight broke when the first time ever you seen a fight break loose, a fist fight, an all-out brawl, and Gerardo broke his nose yep. because a chair was flown in and it hit him in the nose. That happened in 1988. After it was, it was when the uh, uh, what social group was it that got in there, and uh, it was a racial social. Yeah, I think it was a racial social group. Yeah, they got in there and was it things got heated and things oh, got out of hand. And But after that, that daytime TV. Before that, they tried to take it serious. They tried to cover serious topics. There was not really trash topics. There was no fights. But after that fight bro- broke loose, after having that serious topic, yeah, they realized that more people only wanted to see that. Well, we relate to that. Yes. People their ratings for their next show was higher than it ever had been because oh, yeah. people were wanting to see that happen again. So the producers were like, hey, we're on to something and they started encouraging fights and hence now we have Jerry Springer and a lot of other talk shows where you see fights on Oh there. yeah. But nothing like daytime T V. Amber you gotta make it happen. We gotta make the Adam Bank show happen. You can 2020. be twenty twenty. Twenty twenty
0: executive producer?
1: Yes. Okay folks
0: you heard it here. Executive producer, Amber Turner
1: Exactly <laughs> <laughs> slash Adam Banks executive producer. <laughs> I, well, I knew that we, was coming. I knew that was coming. We share it, though. We share it. I think we should both own the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be the Adam Banks show, though. It'll be a great show. Not the Snake Out show. It won't be that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back after these words. Stick with us. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio. If this don't make you want to dance, nothing will. This is kind of the iconic worldwide theme of dancing, right?
0: Um, I don't know if I would consider this like the, the most iconic, but uh, yeah, this song was pretty big in the 90s.
1: But this would make me want to dance before the Cha-Cha Slide would. If I heard this song come on.
0: You gotta think you've got, you know, Pump Up the Jam and things like that. I think Jock Jams, that whole CD collection, I don't know if you remember that or not, they really catapulted the dance music that was already happening in the clubs, like to us in Knott County, where there were no clubs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Amber, speaking of... 90s talk shows. We talked about talk shows. Such such a great topic. Yeah. Please tell me you heard the mega mega Pies fail the other day when there was a Canadian the Canadian version of Family Feud. Yeah. Uh, went on and they is just it has the same format as the American Family Feud and they on their final segment on the quick recall question a question was asked. Yeah. By the host and. Because of this woman's response, she lost out on ten thousand dollars. I want you to take a listen to this clip. Not from the CC Music Factory. <laughs> Our producer's not awake yet. Yeah, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's early for him. So take a listen to this clip. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Finits, Jerry. What's so great about it is she said it with such conviction. She knew she was right. Chicken. And she even did a little dance. And she wiggled around. She was like, chicken. <laughs> Wrong Popeye, baby. <laughs> Wrong Popeye. Popeye the Sailor Man. But in her defense, Popeye was on in the 1920s. So it was an old cartoon. I mean, so, I still watched it, I mean, though. I can understand if she hadn't heard of it. Yeah, they showed reruns. I watched Popeye. Yeah. I mean, I used to really think that eating spinach would make my muscles strong like Popeye.
0: You know, one time I actually went out and grabbed a whole handful of grass, thinking that grass and spinach were the same thing, and I ate it and got sick. And I remember my papa being like, Cece, you're going to need to get a little bit smarter or you're going to die in this world. So thank you, Papa, for... <laughs>
1: He did. He told you. That was his polite and nice way of saying, you're dumb. You're dumb. (laughs) You're really, really dumb.
0: I did, though.
1: But her name was Eve, and she was representing the DeBoz family, and she guessed chicken because she heard pipa. But pipa's been in the news lately. With all the chicken sandwiches and stuff, so it was probably fresh in her mind. So I can see where she made the mistake, and she was under pressure, and she's it's quick recall. You got to yeah. be quick. But I thought that was hilarious. I
0: bet Eve had to walk home because I'm assuming they probably all rode together.
1: Her family was probably <laughs> so <laughs> they were irate. Her family looked so mad. <laughs> They were How like would you be? They were like, what? And they were like having their hands on their head. Like, Are you kidding me? Are you really that stupid? <laughs> Cece, you're going to need to get a little bit smarter. <laughs> yeah. Cece, you just going to have to get a little bit smarter. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break and give us time to play Off the Cuff Song of the Week. And because it's so warm, might as well roll down them windows and enjoy a little Weezer Beverly Hills. We'll be right back after the song. Beverly Hills, Weezer, everybody. Um, before we go to commercial break, I just want to make mention the uh, very sad news. Rocky Johnson passed away. Rocky Soulman Johnson. He started out in the National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA, in the 1960s. But he got widespread notoriety when he joined the World Wrestling Entertainment in the 1980s. He and Tony Atlas became the league's first African-American tag team champions as the Soap Patrol. Uh, Some of uh, Rocky's biggest rivals were Greg the Hammer Valentine, Don Morocco, and Adrian Adonis. Rocky retired back in 1991 when he was later inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2008. Rocky Johnson, a wrestling legend. It's sad that I'm seeing all these wrestling legends die because Rocky... Johnson is a uh, he comes from a, a generation of just superstars. He comes yeah. from the high Peter Chief Mavia, yeah, and uh, that was his father. And then you got Rocky Johnson, then and then his son, which is obviously The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, which is possibly and arguably now the biggest star in the world. Yeah. So imagine if you're what a life this man lived, and imagine knowing that. In this world, you contributed to this world by having a son like The Rock.
0: Oh, yeah. That's imagine what I if I going to say. Imagine if
1: your son turned out to be like The Rock.
0: I, I think it's probably one of the best feelings in the world to The Rock to know that his dad got to see him accomplish so many things. So many
1: things. And that's the thing. Our parents are not always going to be here, guys. We are in this world. It's set up to where... The parents die first. Yeah. The kids are supposed to go second. We're supposed to bury our parents. Yeah. And I hope that my parents get to see me at the level that I want them to be able to see me. I want them to see the success before that has to happen of the adam bank show yeah i, I need them to see the adam bank show i need <laughs> to see them uh watch me have that first controversial on air <laughs> daytime tv i just have a audience. your mother will be calling me the whole time like ricky lake or maury povige yeah yeah your mom will be calling me get him off the air amber y'all don't need to be showing that <laughs> i don't need to be showing that stuff we have to I hate the fact that these wrestling legends are pass, passing away, and the older I get, age 32, the more it's going to happen. I mean, so many of the people that I used to grow up watching is dead, and you probably don't even know they're dead. Did you know the Big Boss Man was dead? Yes, I did. Did you know that uh, Crash Holly Test? Yep. They're dead. Macho Man Randy Savage. vis uh, Sid Vicious, dead. I meant
0: Viscera. But, I mean, you could go that route, too. Is Viscera dead?
1: Yeah. When Vis- did when did Vis die? Um, I want to say Vis died in, to, in like the 2000s, but yeah, Vis is no longer here. Oh, Mabel from 1995, if, yeah. in case you guys don't know who that is, King of the Ring, 1995. It's very sad. Rocky Johnson, so The Rock, uh, his dad passed away. Yeah, he did get to see his son's success in all forms, and all levels of his yeah. life. He got to see The Rock become a college football star, a wrestling superstar, and a Hollywood star. Yep. I mean, he conquered everything, didn't he? he? Really,
0: and now he's, what, making tequila. The Rock is? Yes, he's got his own, like, brand of tequila now. He does clothes, too. Oh, I did not know he does. Well, I guess, yeah, I did. Under Armour. Yeah. Yeah. The Under Armour stuff.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back with our last segment here on Off the Cuff. Stick with us. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio with me. Last segment of the hour. LSU Tigers, ladies and gentlemen, are the 2020 National Football Champions. Let me preface that before I go into detail with this conversation, that post-college football is horrible. They've got to change it. Oh. Football season, yes, it's great. It's fun to bet on. Who doesn't like football season? Tailgating. The weather's just starting to get cool outside. It's something to do. It's America's favorite pastime. Yeah. Football. But post-football season, after the season's over, with all of these bowls and a bowl here, a bowl there, (laughs) toilet bowl here, (laughs) a cereal bowl over there, it's not fun to watch. I don't see any interest in it. I don't see anything entertaining in it whatsoever. Okay. What would you propose as an alternative? I would think that maybe something like a, something in the format of a one and done bracket, not so much as intense as March Madness with 60 something teams in there. I'm talking about maybe eight teams. Okay. Eight top teams and and having it as a one and done bracket. I think it would make it a lot more fun and a lot more appealing. Okay. But post football season, it's got to change. LSU, they beat. They, I, I, I tell you, I hate the fact that LSU beat Clemson uh, as much as they did because I, I who wants to watch a, a blowout? Yeah. But they beat them forty-two to twenty-five. Uh, what was interesting after the game is Odell, who is in the NFL, he played for LSU. He was handing out money to the players of LSU after the game was over. Real money. Oh, why? I, I guess he was happy. Okay. And he was wanting to give out money, but now he's caused the NCAA to open up an investigation on LSU now. Oh no. Because one of the people that he gave money to is only a junior and you cannot give money to athletes. Yep. So now he might make that player ineligible. Oh no. And that really sucks for LSU. <laughs> that
0: would real that would really suck to know that he destroyed somebody's career. That would devastate me. Yeah. That would absolutely devastate me to know I just completely ripped away the same dream that I had from somebody else. Yeah. Ooh.
1: And for what? I wonder, like, how much money it was. If it was a hundred dollars, I'd be real upset. Yeah. He's got so much money, he don't know what to do with it. And I mean, that's just stupidity.
0: Yeah, Sissy, you gonna need to get a little bit smarter.
1: <laughs> you gonna have to get a little bit smarter than that, Sissy bug. But yeah, the LSU Tigers. Keeping it in the SEC, I guess. Are you one of these people? Or are you one of these people that uh, that you cheer for a team just because they're in your conference? Because you feel like it makes your conference stronger.
0: You know, I just don't like football. I don't understand it. I've tried to understand it. Yeah, uh, had a good teacher. You actually tried to teach me a little bit of football,
1: which is so ironic. I know because because I never watched football growing up until yeah. The last five years.
0: I just think it was a sport that was not pushed very heavily.
1: Back where we're from? No. Every We are the way we are because of the way we grew up. And if it's not prevalent in your household, you're not going to grow up watching. You're not going to grow up as an adult and like it.
0: Exactly. Something's
1: got to happen for you to like it. And five years ago, just me starting to go to games. I've been going to games for more than five years. 10, 15 years. But... The last 5 years I've really got locked in on just college football.
0: Yeah. See, I've only been to a few games and I just
1: it's not it's not really a sport for me. I can't rationalize it. Well, let's talk about a sport you do like college basketball. The okay. Kentucky Wildcats, Amber. They played last night against South Carolina. We always have trouble playing at South Carolina. I was a little nervous and a little worried going into that game. Before it even started, because looking back at the history of that game, Cal got through out one year, the first 30 seconds of the whistle being blown. Oh, wow. South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina was that first team to knock off, uh, to cause us our first loss to that John Wall Demarcus Cousins team. Yeah. They gave us our first loss. So, South Carolina, they're that team that always is is real scrappy and kind of comes in there out of nowhere. They went to the Final Four that one year. So... They make me a little nervous every time we play them, especially on the road. So I was a little nervous going into the game. Well, my nerves proved to be correct. The Wildcats, yeah. we had a 14 point lead at one point, even in the second half. Yep. But we ended up losing the game 81 to 78 thanks to a South Carolina buzzer beater bank shot. Chew. Not an Adam bank shot. Just a buzzer beater. Just a buzzer beater bank shot, and getting beat by a bank shot. Ugh, that's like the worst way to get beat. Especially when it was like a three. That was oof. That it, was. It, it's like who wants to lose anyway? But losing by just a point. Yeah. Makes it worse. Yeah. It was not. It was not a good game. No. It was not a good game. All around, not a good game. No, it was back and forth, and it was. Yeah. I don't know. That's our first loss in the SEC. The Cats got a lot of work to do. Yeah. They really do. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But the Cats, they uh, play Saturday against Arkansas. I'll be celebrating my birthday this weekend. Even though my birthday is Monday, I'm going to the casino on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, my friends are uh, taking me up there, and we're going to have a good time and hopefully win some money. Hopefully I'm not in bed by 10 p.m.
0: Ooh, that sounds nice, though, don't it? It
1: does, especially right now because it's so early. (laughs) Yeah, for real. (laughs) It really does. All right, ladies and gentlemen. As always, it's always fun having you tune in and listening. It's been fun pre-recording this show. It's
0: been different.
1: It's been different. It's
0: been a little different.
1: But I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Always fun to do the show. Amber Turner, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm Adam Banks. That is Amber Turner, and this is Off the Cuff. Check us next week from four to five. Download the WLXU app if you haven't done it to listen to us live, or subscribe to us on I, on Spotify, on Spotify, YouTube, or iTunes. Anywhere else, Amber? Um, you can follow us on Facebook at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. There we go. And you can follow Ambu four four seven if you want. On Instagram, on let, Instagram. Me, let me
0: know that you're a fan of the show, though, so I know you're not creepy.
1: Follow me on Adam Banks eight one eight Instagram, Adam Banks eighty eight, if you want to throw that in there, or follow Off the Cuff on the Facebook page. Yeah, but regardless, I'm Adam Banks. That's Amber Turner, and this is Off the Cuff. We'll see you next week.